Let me tell you a little something about the chronic gals Just two best buds and their very best pals Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree So grab a joint and just spark with me Hey! Hi! Welcome to Chronic Gals I'm Riley And I'm Ashleen Welcome back to another episode Hey yo! Quarantine style Still in quarantine, still staying high so Happy high, so Mother's many dads Day. <laughs> all the time. Happy Mother's Day, quarantine. I hope everybody's going to do something really nice for their moms. Yeah. Um, send them roses or flowers or edible arrangements. Drive by their or house and honk really loud. Medicated arrangements and weed medicated. flowers. <laughs> I know a couple moms that would like that. Same. Or a Levo oil. That I was on Instagram. This is total derailment of where we were going. But I was on Instagram. And there's a... I think it's called Levo. L-E-V-O. But it's a... Con, it's a... Shoot. I'm totally blanking on what this, this thing is called. But it makes butter and Oh, like, oil. like an infuser. Infuser. Yeah, that's what it is. An infuser. And I saw it was like advertised like, you know, a couple moms who want a Levo oil maker. And then I was like, I, if I was a mom, I would want that for Mother's yeah, Day. Totally. So, <laughs> nice. Yeah. That would be a great gift. Shout so anyway, out Levo. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. I want you. One day. One day you'll be on my kitchen counter. Hell yeah. But yeah. But anyway, we're here to celebrate Ashleen's can of mom dumb. Oh hood. boy. Because she, she is fairly new. She's been yeah. in the can of mom game for like two years. Yeah, this will be my half. second, third Mother's Day, if you count the Mother's Day I was pregnant. So. Nice. But second of with counts. like children in the world. Like physical, yeah. Yeah. Babies in your arms moment. Yeah. 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 Well, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. You're doing a great Thank job. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. You're going to make me cry. Thank you so much. No. I'm very tired I'm today. Being... It's kind of suitable. Like today's a good day to talk about this because I'm like the most raw momming today. Like mom feelings because I was yeah. up with the baby like six times last night. I am exhausted yes. and uh, and all that. But that comes with the territory and... That's, you know, baby life, mom life. For real, mom life. You know? Yeah. Uh, tell me about your kids, even though oh I know them gosh. pretty well. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do, but I can talk about them for sure. We have Mara, who is my oldest, Mara Jane. She is, uh, like, 21 months, I think, right now, as of recording this. Um. Yeah, she's just a freaking firecracker who, we've talked about her before, she's super smart, she loves to sing, loves to count, I mean, for as young as she is, I'm always amazed at, at at the things that she's pulling out every day, like, she, yeah, she's amazing, um, and just, like, always busy, never stops moving, but is so entertaining in everything that she does. Like, even when you're the most frustrated with her, she does something or makes a face or makes a sound or something that just, you, like, 
have to turn your face and giggle because you don't want her to see that you're totally entertained because she's not doing the thing that you wanted her to do, you know? Um, yeah, but she's awesome. And then my second baby is Theo, Theo Michael, and he is, he just turned two months old. Um, and he, he has just in the last couple of weeks started to be more active and aware of his environment and his personality is like starting to scratch the surface a little bit. Um, he's, you know, just coming out of that newborn, like super newborn baby stage. Um, yeah, but he has been farting like crazy. I feel like I've just been living <laughs> in a cloud of nasty baby farts for the past, yes. like, I don't know, 48 hours. Like father, like son. Exactly. Like father, like son. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, totally. yeah, it's, you know, we're just, we're getting to know him and he's getting to know the world and he's just starting to now, like, recognize we use this app called wonder weeks which totally shout out wonder weeks it's an awesome app for any um, new moms new parents out there it goes through and talks about uh, all of the age-based developments that your kids are going through um i think up to the first 18 months i think it's maybe it's 12 months 18 months i don't know the there's 10 leaps that was what they're called leaps of development during which um the like your baby's brain literally changes and is able to conceive of the world in a new way. So um, we've just kind of been tracking, you know, Theo's leaps. He's in the middle of leap two right now, which is the leap of patterns. So the world is less of like a, like a, like a stew where everything is just kind of a weird mush all together. And he's able to now start differentiating um, what is what in the world. And he can, and it's not just like patterns that you see. It's you know, I can feel that my hand is here in space in mm-hmm. compa- you know compared to my head or whatever. So yeah, we're right at the, still right oh. at the beginning with him, but um, it's a fascinating thing every day. I love yeah. it. How has been quarantine life and being a mom? Basically, like a new mom. Yeah. It's been kind of weird because, so we had Theo March 5th, and that was right as the coronavirus thing was starting to become really serious in the United States. Um, I think, so the last day that we were in the hospital, the hospital had just enacted a policy um, limiting visitors in your room to just one person and nobody under the age of 12 so Mara may like he, she was so close to not even being able to have meet her brother until we came home um that's so yeah nuts. so essentially we like went into the hospital leaving one world and left the hospital coming into an entirely new world self-quarantining anyway because we just needed to be home that's just what you do as a new mom as you you go home yeah. and then you know with the worry and having a brand new baby, we didn't have any visitors this time. Um, mm-hmm. So it's really just been like, it's, yeah, it's been kind of, it's been a bizarre thing. Um, last time Adam, you know, had to go back to work after a couple weeks with Mara. So, but this time he ended up, you know, he worked, I think for one week and then he was home because of the stay at home order. So wow. we've had like, mm-hmm. you know, five weeks where the whole family has just been home and been able to, 
um, you know, bond with him and bond with each other a little bit more and just basically, like, adapt to being a four-person family. So, That's yeah. cool. That's so yeah, beautiful. And it's, Not a lot of families get a chance yeah, to do that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's been really cool to see Mara's interest in Theo grow because her being so young, mm-hmm. she had a concept of what was happening. She saw my belly grow. She came to, we had to go get, we had to get a ton of ultrasounds with, um, with Theo's pregnancy. And she came to, um, most of them with us. So she got to see him grow on the, on the, on the computer screen, on the monitor. And so she kind of had like a vague concept of, you know, who's Theo? Who is your brother? He's, he's this thing in a Mm -hmm. picture. He's this thing on the screen. Um, but, and she, when he was born, she didn't really care too much. But, you know, about a weekend, she started recognizing that this is Theo. This is my brother. Can I hold him? Um, you know, and more and more, she, like, likes to give him snuggles and um, and pet him. Aww. She always wants to come and pet him, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been it's been good. It's been exhausting, and I'm sleep-deprived. Mm-hmm as I'll get out, but, uh, that's what you, you go into expecting it, you know, like you're, you're pregnant for all that time and you know that the first few months are going to be really hard and they are, they are, but they're also really beautiful. Cute. I love it. How has cannabis helped you in your like motherhood evolution? Yeah, so um, I used cannabis throughout my whole pregnancy, um, throughout both of them. I used it when I was breastfeeding Mara, and I'm using it now breastfeeding Theo. Um, I can tell, I so I don't use it, I only use it when I want to use it. You know, I use it as much as I want is mm-hmm. kind of how I say, and some days it's, I use it more than others. But the days that I don't use it and I'm really, really grumpy and then I decide like, okay, I need to smoke something. I just need to take a break, smoke a bowl really quick. I can absolutely see the shift in my mood. Like, it's like, why didn't I smoke this sooner? I could have, like, held, I could have handled this situation completely differently. Um, so there's that aspect of it just where it just helps me, mm-hmm. especially with Mara being so crazy where I'm trying to be, you know, trying to focus on Theo a little bit, like trying to find that balance. Um, it helps me a lot when I'm looking for that balance. And then like actually medicinally, it's been a really important factor too. Um, Mm -hmm. when I was pregnant first trimester, it helped me through morning sickness. I had 12 hour morning sickness, um, 6am, 6pm pretty much every day, unless I took smoke CBD in the morning to cut the nausea and then smoke some THC to get my appetite back. And once I had an appetite and was able to get food in my system, I was good until the next time Mm. I ate, which was really important. I was able to keep working through all that instead of staying home. And, um, yeah. And then even right after, um, delivering Theo, I, well, actually both babies, I used, um, FICO capsules, a 20 to 1 CBD FICO. Mm-hmm. Actually, this time, so with Mara, I used a 20 to 1 
With Theo, I actually used a two-to-one because they didn't offer a 20 to one anymore, but that was the, I didn't realize that they didn't offer 20 to one. So, but the one that they sold me was a two-to-one. So I don't know. It worked. It still worked great. But um, I didn't end up using any narcotics at all to recover from my C-section. Um, not even in the wow. hospital. I, they, I didn't take the oxys that they offered me. Um, I took high doses of ibuprofen you. and I took fecal capsules and my pain was fine. I It was totally manageable. Of course, I was sore. I had just been sliced open. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I did not need narcotics at all, which... I think, I don't know, I think that's a testament to how cannabis can be used medically, you know, for a painkiller. I think so, too. Absolutely. And, like, we are not doctors and we are not... Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. this is all my personal experience. But I think, like, testimonials like that show that you don't need a crazy dose of narcotics to make you... your body Mm -hmm. feel better or like ease your pain you know and I feel like pain management is like kind of a thing you have to do throughout your life yeah and if you're so numb to it then you you're never going to be able to like work through it yeah and I would say that after like two or three weeks I was not back to perfect I was still moving slow but I was Mm -hmm. you know able to take care of myself. I didn't need help out of bed. I didn't need, you know, what, whatever. I can't even think <laughs> whatever other help I needed at the time, but I was pretty self-sufficient yeah. by two, three weeks post-op. And I credit a lot of that. That's I credit awesome. a lot of that to cannabis as part of like the holistic whole body healing that and my placenta yeah. encapsulation. I also got my placenta enca- encapsulated, which is a whole other story we can talk about if we want to. But I love it and highly advocate for that. Talk about it. Tell me about it. So, yeah. so Tell the people about you it. You can get your placenta encapsulated. And it. if you don't know what the, what the placenta is, it's the organ in pregnancy that feeds your baby it provides blood and nutrients to the fetus as it's developing um it's what the umbilical cord is connected to and it is is it the afterbirth Yeah, exactly it's the afterbirth so it's um basically made of iron and pregnancy hormones like that's what it is so um mm-hmm. what happens a lot of time with the baby blues and postpartum depression is that a woman is writing her pregnancy hormones for nine months, right? And then she gives birth, gives birth to the placenta, and all of the hormones are just out of her body. And it's like, what happens when you mm-hmm. go off antidepressants with no weaning plan, right? You like, A lot of times people get really depressed and even suicidal, and that's where we lose a lot of people to suicide, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the idea with postpartum depression is if you – eat your placenta and kind of like wean yourself off of these hormones because if you eat your placenta putting the hormones back into your body and then decrease the amount you're eating over the course of a few weeks of about six weeks then um you are able to wean yourself off of these pregnancy hormones thus decreasing the likelihood of of postpartum depression Um, And then you also um, are ingesting all this iron because it is an organ. So you're getting iron into your system, which helps with your energy levels. 
and um, it helps bring your milk in. It helps with um, milk production and and yeah, mood regulation. So it's just I think That's awesome. I mean lots of cultures, um, tribal cultures still eat the placenta after birth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think encapsulating it is a lot more. Uh, um, <laughs> Palatable, exactly, uh, yeah. Palatable, <laughs> yeah. Exactly the word I was looking for. Um, because you're sort of like f- cutting it up and frying it up on right. on the cast iron, yeah. Or even <laughs> throwing it in a smoothie, like that's. I'm not really trying to go there, but taking a couple capsules with the, you know, yeah. other eight capsules I'm taking for my pain management. You know, it's it's great. And I would, I noticed on days that I forgot to take one or if I like woke up and just mm-hmm. didn't take my morning dose until too late. I noticed, I noticed I was getting grumpier. I was mm-hmm. impatient and short, um, until I took it. And then I was like, Oh wow. Okay. Here's my energy. Here's my patience. Here's my mood. Um, so yeah, between nice. placenta encapsulation and my cannabis pills, I felt like it was like, the perfect postpartum cocktail for me, plus a lot of ibuprofen That's and acetaminophen. Awesome. But <laughs> nice. I mean, those are probably the better pain yeah. killers out there. Yeah. So over the counters, right. you know. Nice. Yeah. I love it. So, what do you want to tell other cannon moms out there? Um. If you feel like you want to or need to continue using cannabis throughout your pregnancy, um, especially if you live in a legal state, I know how hard it is if you live in an illegal state um, because CPS can still get involved. And even mm-hmm. in a legal state, CPS can still get involved, which is part of the reason mm-hmm. I was have been quiet about my cannabis use on air. Um, but I think it's important enough to tell my story to help other people other women feel comfortable with their use or to use it if they're not using it yet because they're afraid um i think that if you need to use it either medically or for mood enhancement do it because you number one there are no accurate studies that say that cannabis use while pregnant or breastfeeding is harmful to the baby all the ones that anyone cites Mm -hmm are the the women were also usually smoking cigarettes at the same time so there's not really like there's just not an act quality quality study that's looking at just cannabis use while pregnant cannabis Uh, and they're trying there are people who are out there trying but the funding is really hard for them to get i actually Mm -hmm. with mara's pregnancy i took um i participated in a study through the university of washington medical school and they were looking, they wanted to track cannabis use while pregnant and then measure um, the baby's brains at six months old to see the differences between a non-cannabis baby versus a cannabis baby. And unfortunately, that study was funded, defunded like six weeks before I gave birth. So it's, you know, <laughs> it's like there's... It's a shame. The, there's people there who want to find out answers so that we can see if it's actually helpful or not, but it's hard for them to get funding yeah. because of the federally illegal status. Yeah, it's interesting because you can op- do observational research yourself on 
cannabis babies and non-cannabis babies. Like, I've been to Tumbling, and there have been a couple kids that are around Mara's age that are not on the same cognitive level as Mara, and <clears throat> not uh, you. We definitely cannot say that that is because of cannabis of use, not. but. Just observationally speaking, it kind of goes to show that, like, it doesn't, it at least doesn't hinder, right. you right. know? She, you know, Mara is a fully functioning, healthy AF yeah. baby, and so is yeah. Theo, and they're growing as they should in a normal, you know, in a normal yeah. way, and I think, I think that's just so yeah. cool. And if you feel like you need it just to be, like, even if it's just not even medically, but you need the mood enhancement so that you can be in a better place to be a mother, like, you shouldn't Mm -hmm. force yourself to be in a bad mood all day long for nine months just because you be, because it's an illegal substance, right? Like, if it's, yeah, I mean, I guess the same thing could be said for cocaine. I mean, you know. Cocaine makes you feel good. Yeah, but good. cocaine isn't but, like a medical. Yeah, but it's been like pro- also proven that it's, it's not bad like... for your body and for <laughs> for yeah. baby's body. Cocaine is de- we are not no. advocating cocaine use while no. pregnant, but we are at, we are advocating cannabis for use. cannabis totally. use. Totally. Um, but yeah, you shouldn't for, like make yourself be in a bad headspace because if you're in a good headspace, you're going to be a better person, a better mm. mother, a better you know whether it's your first baby or your fifth baby, you're just going to be a better person all around. I hope that exactly. makes sense. <laughs> I okay, think good. it did. I think it did. And you know what? Let's do, I, I say we do a dab to Ooh, that. Good idea. A dab to your can of mom. What are you, you picked up some Altus? I did. Yesterday? I did. I picked up some Altus. Um, I guess this would be, I'm, Concentrate. I'm not sure what what texture this would be considered, but um, it's like a waxy butter type consistency. Um, the strain is blue uh, blue cream brulee, which um, one of the one of the employees at the herbery posted on Instagram that she had bought it and posted a picture of it, and it looked so delicious that I was like, "Yo, that's I'm I'm there. I'm there for it." Um, you picked up some Altus too, right? I what did. did That's so funny. Um, we got Humboldt County Royal Kush. Ooh. It's fire. It definitely has that like cushy taste mm-hmm. to it. It's really yeah. nice. It smells, it smells good. It's definitely like a, I don't know, a regular concentrate. Mm-hmm. Little, little, it's not like little shatter, but than it's mine. Not. Or mine is a little like earwax yeah. consistency. Yours is a little yeah. more derpy. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah, i I well, tried this. I tried good. this last night and got very stoned, and um, went to. <laughs> I was like, I was planning on writing a review to post on Instagram, and then I fell asleep, and then got. Woken up six times over the night to take care of my baby. So, was not able to get the review down. But let's review it now, huh? 
Let's review it now. Yeah, so let's do it. Double review. Double review. Getting the dab wand hot. I think they run 25 bucks at the Herbery. I'm, I'm not sure I think so. how much it is elsewhere. That sounds right. Around the country, around the state. Um, 25 a gram, which is excellent. And they have, Altus has a great variety. Like, they've always had a really great variety of strains. No matter what you're looking for. All right, I'm going to dip into mine. Do it. I'm still heating mine up, but I picked up an MJ Arsenal dab rig for 420 all month, and I love nice. it. It's so perfect and cute, except I think I need peace water because it's like getting real gunky. I also need to clean it out like always, but you know. You know, it's kind of hard to like, I think with the dab straw, it's hard to taste your concentrates very well so I'm having a hard time like describing the taste but I can describe the smell for you guys it's um kind of creamy like vanilla-y a little citrusy um and a little like er like grassy in a good way not in like a skunky way like a like a skunk weed kind of way but it's really nice um, I don't know the lineage of this one. This is the Blue Cream Brulee. I don't know if it's a Blueberry or a Blue Dream Cross. Um, Altus, if you're listening, maybe you can help us and let us know what the lineage is on this guy. But it's really, really nice. I tried, I, I tried to take a smaller dab than I took yesterday so I could still be a little <laughs> more functional uh, for the recording. But it's really nice. Like I, It's immediately hitting me in my head, um, feeling it like between and behind my eyes, um, very, like, immediately uplifting, uh, yeah, like, kind of hovering above my body kind of thing, it's really nice, I like it, I like nice. it, blue bear, blue cream brulee, mm -hmm. that's nice, and how's that humble yeah. royal kush, super good, and it definitely has that, like, citrusy, cushy, flavor profile definitely like lingers on your mm -hmm. tongue and in your mouth but it like smacks you in the back of the throat and then like slowly creeps up the back of your head which is kind Ooh. of nice like like yeah nice kind of a thing it's good it's relaxing my shoulders and my face yeah. awesome. so i know as i'm sitting here like yeah. as it's settling in I feel like, mm -hmm. I feel everything just kind of slowing down, and I think it must be mm -hmm. like a blue dream in there, because I feel like that, that kind of like bubblehead blue dream, you know, very uh -huh. elevated thing you feel with blue dream. Um, yeah, I like it. Nice. Yeah, I really like this too. Hopefully it won't make me pass out. It'll just get me really stressed. You know what's going to be great, though? When this quarantine is over and we can actually share dab. Like, we can try the same oh thing gosh. again. Each yeah. other's dabs. I know. I'll bring... I mean, I can just pack up my cute little rig now and take awesome. it over. One yeah. day. One day soon. One day soon. We'll, Jinx. We'll dab in the yeah. same room. 
<laughs> awesome. Cool. So two thumbs up, Altus. Way to go. Yeah. Good job. Um, Keep it I definitely up. recommend checking them out. Yeah, we we you can find you can find it at the airport. Find it at the airport. Yeah, I don't know where else they are, but I'm sure. I'm sure they're in a lot of different places. I I know you can find them on Instagram, (laughs) so you can ask where you can find them. Check them out on Instagram and shoot them a message. See where they are located in your zip code. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about this um, interview that we recorded. Me too post corona world pre-corona world who do we talk to ashley we talked to all right that's is that did yeah. i say post <laughs> pre-corona oh pre i yeah. meant pre pre yeah world. so we are talking to uh, nakia delaware who is um this awesome lady that, another person that we've met on the siren pdx creativity in cannabis profile uh, panel and um she does uh some cannabis modeling for a couple of companies here in Portland. Um, Mm -hmm. She, and then she's just been using it herself, you know, most of her adult life for. Mm -hmm. She's an artist and an activist. So we just get into it and talk to her and she's also a cannabis mom. She has a son and, um, you know, is doing the damn thing with her partner. And Yeah. Yeah, it was like a really nice conversation. It was like a bunch of it's like three buddies smoking, hanging out, just chit chatting, getting to know each other. Yeah. It was really nice, very uplifting. I really appreciate. I I remember walking out. I mean, I feel like I walk out of every interview like, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> but it's just I don't know. It's just exciting to connect with other women who are smoking cannabis and are using it in their lives and like intentionally using it and not like just using it to get placed, you know, like actually using it to enhance their life and their experience here on earth. And it was just a cool conversation and she's a cool girl and I'm glad that she's a chronic pal. Same. Same. It's always lovely to see her come across our Instagram feed um, and I'm looking forward to seeing her again sometime soon when we are out of this. I know. I can't wait to throw a party. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Get everybody around. I just keep saying that. I'm like, I just want to throw a party outside. Yeah. In a giant field. Mm-hmm. Lots of snacks. Underground some rave great status. music. <laughs> and a lot of pot. Yeah. Uh, in my dreams for yeah. now. Cool. Well, should we jump into this interview? Let's do it. Enjoy the session. See you guys on the other side. (laughs) Yo, this dab has turned into like, it went went, like relaxing and then it went up. (laughs) You know, it usually goes like up to down. This went like down to up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Hello. Hi. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Chronic Gals. Back to another session. Yes. We I, are. Oh, sorry. You are who? Tell us. Tell us, please. <laughs> I'm Riley. <laughs> I'm Ashleen. We're your hosts. And we are here with Nakia Delaware. Hey. Hi. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being here. Of we course. appreciate 
that you took the time to just want to come hang out and with two ladies you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for making the trip. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm so excited. Uh, we met you at the Siren PDX uh, c- Creatives in Cannabis yeah, panel. Creating yeah, Creatives in Cannabis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Thanks for being here. Of course. So Thank you so it. much. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. awesome. So you're an artist, you're a model, you're a cannabis advocate, you're a cannabis industry creator. person, yeah. you're a cannabis creator. <laughs> so we're going to talk about all that today. I'm stoked. It's Yay. one of my favorite subjects. Awesome. I love it. Too. <laughs> so to start off, we have a middle fork uh, joint that I rolled. So awesome. Let's if you do don't it. mind starting off I'm stoked Yay. middle fork is the strain yes middle fork is the strain it's a what did we learn about it it's a dead tree yeah a hybrid so has that like seven up citrusy but also like creative and euphoric and uplifting so yeah we have that I also rolled a serious black mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes I love that sound um, which I actually got in Portland, and I don't remember where I was, but that's what we have next. So. I was stoked. Yeah, was that sweet. bud was unreal. It's like purple black. It's so it was like dark. actually black. It's like yeah. actually black. I was like, oh, hold up to my black sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's the yeah. same color. Yeah, it's crazy how it gets to that color and like, oh yeah. I've not tried that strain before. I've just been coveting it, and oh, like I finally nice. found a place that has it, and I'm I will be purchasing it within like the next. Probably 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited to try that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, do you have an ashtray? Yes, it's right over there. Okay, okay. cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It's got great taste, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really nice, smooth. Yeah, the bud was super fluffy. Uh, yeah, when super you, furry. When you yeah. grinded it, you like took the top off and it like. It like oh. <laughs> yeah. It was like one pretty. Medium sized little nug, and I ground up, and it kind of like fluffed up. Yeah, it's like the best. Yeah, yeah, gotta love when that happens. Yes, I like those dense, sticky ones because, oh. like, you don't need much mm-hmm. to get you where you need to go mm-hmm. <laughs> at all. But this is totally too, yeah. for sure. This is perfect for like if you were gonna like go into the studio, that's normally our routine while kiddo is asleep. Like, one of us will try to get up around, like, five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, tiptoe into here. And, nice. uh, you know, like, we, we can uh, smoke in the back. There's a little patio that we can go out and, like, smoke back there and then come in here. Um, and just, like, set up shop with our paints and stuff. And oh, that's great. Put in our, our headphones and, and go to town and see what happens. It's nice. Awesome. That's nice. Early morning creation. It's probably a great way to start the day. Mm-hmm. Do, do, how often does that happen? For me, now that I'm fun employed, it's yeah. uh, it's it's like a practice. <laughs> yeah, I'll take him uh, take my kid to school, and then uh, after that said and done, I'll get some coffee, some food in me, and then try to do something artistic or have like some sort of goal to do something productive throughout the day. Whether it's like setting up a doctor's appointment or you know drawing a little sketch of what I would like to draw or paint later on. So yeah, awesome, mm. very cool. That's so great. Yeah, I'm. I too am finding this new routine with weed um, in my life since now I'm fun employed. Mm-hmm. I like that term too. <laughs> that makes me feel really empowered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like oh, I can't. I'm on yeah. a job. Like you, like you, you don't have your self worth wrapped around exactly, working, so. exactly. Yeah, and I get to do all the things that like I want to do, which is so rare. Yeah. So, but yeah. So I will. I've been dropping my boyfriend off at work at like six a.m. 
and I come home and I do like a meditation journal thing <laughs> and then I'm going to one day introduce exercise into it <laughs> and it. yeah so sit, smoke a joint somewhere in between there and get some coffee maybe while you're doing the exercise <laughs> yeah exactly I know once the sun comes up at around six mm-hmm. like in the summertime I'm going to like take my dog I have this whole plan to take my dog mm-hmm. on a run every morning which is probably going to happen every not every morning but yeah hopefully more at least than, a morning yeah exactly a morning small. <laughs> and it really does make a huge difference when the sun is coming up earlier and yeah. not at 6 30 7, 7 a.m 8, yeah. yeah so but. you can like actually wake up and get some of that vitamin yeah. d in you at the beginning of the day yeah yeah it's needed this yeah. last week has been shit trying to get up and do anything oh, like it's I, just it, i know no motivation none whatsoever no nope. <laughs> i know i yeah i've been trying to be motivated but I'll stay in my bed a little, yeah. a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, it's 10. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I folded all of the laundry, and that was my thing I did today, and mm-hmm. I feel really good about that one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. what you have to do sometimes. Yeah. It's been the learning curve, because I'm definitely like a go, go, go. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's making me pause, which has been good. So tell us a little bit about the role that cannabis plays in your life. How do you like to use it for the most part? Um, medicinally, I like to use it to, to help with anxiety. I have super, super high anxiety. Uh, social anxiety uh, in particular, especially, I'd say, since Trump got elected. Yeah. <laughs> the person of color and whatnot. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so definitely using it for anxiety and helping me to be social with people because I, like, the type of anxiety I have is one where like I'll tend to shut down completely if I'm not comfortable I just won't talk at all mm-hmm. um, and that helps me to open up and find like, the right questions to like start a conversation and keep it going instead of just like one word answers and then you're just <laughs> okay like yeah. feeling super awkward and more anxious about like trying to like start something right. uh, and then also I like to use it to help me go to sleep uh, because of that anxiety, you can mind races all day, uh, and uh, like a heavy indica, uh, or you could say, you know, like something with like terpenes that kind of like go towards an indica, mm-hmm. um, is what I used to like help get me asleep and keep me asleep for a good amount of time so that I'm reset. Uh, and then recreationally, I just like it just helps like with painting and, and thinking and, and writing and just like makes everything more colorful and brighter and. Yeah, better. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you have any favorite strains that you go back to or do you like to strain hop? Um I do go back to some strains. I, I do like to strain hop as well. I kind of like what my budget fits right now, but I really love Mount Hood Magic Durban. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. always a fun one. It's a Northern Lights number five. Durban Poison Cross. Wow. And, yeah, it just that like, feels like two <laughs> opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it <laughs> just it, man, it'll shoot you in the space if yeah. you're not uh, if you're not careful. Um, and it usually tests pretty higher too. Like, I mean, THC doesn't necessarily matter, but in this case with Mountain Magic, if it's done right, it, yeah, it definitely affects uh, the effects of it. Nice. Um, that's wow. one that's very. Um, it's euphoric, but all, like it's borderline uh, like hallucinatory <laughs> if you smoke too much of it. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's one of my favorites for just uh, like spacing out. If I have things that I need to do, I really love fresh squeezed OG uh, by Lula Farms. Okay, um, mm-hmm. and that's like a, I think it's a face off OG. 
uh, Ohio Lemon G cross, like specifically Ohio Lemon G. So it's got like like the strong limonene terpenes. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's like it's almost like a, a, a fresh squeezed glass of orange juice. Yeah, wow. So it goes great with like if you if you're a morning smoker, smoking smoking that, drinking some coffee. Those things together are very energetic. Mm -hmm. uh, it can like make you a little hazy in the head like initially, and then all of that disappears afterwards, and it's more uh, just like fun and happy. And mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Oh, those sound delicious. I know. I'm mm -hmm. going to have to go seek those out. I know. That sounds great. Try and get it. Uh, Mount Hood Magic is available. If you guys are going to be in town for a little bit, try and look up on Leafly uh -huh. and see where Mount Hood Magic is. Okay. And get you some. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. Yes. Make some stops on the way home. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And I've never tried either of those or even heard of them. So that's cool. I love that even though we're in Vancouver in the Washington market, mm -hmm. like they're, they're, they're so different. Yeah. There's always going to be your classic strains, your Gorilla Glues and your OG Kushes and things. But mm -hmm. These fun ones that mm -hmm. people are throwing in the mix. Yeah. That's like, what I look for. Like, right? I, like, it's always, like, in, it doesn't matter if it's weed or music or, like, fashion mu movies or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's all the obscure things that, like, are going to be hard to find experiences or, like, that I tend to gravitate towards. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And then you worked for a long time in a dispensary. Mm -hmm. um, what was it like for you working in the cannabis industry? Why were you drawn to it? The funny thing about the cannabis industry, I, I I wasn't necessarily drawn to it. I was just drawn to cannabis. Mm -hmm. And then the the owners of the shop that I worked at like found me at another place that I was working at a party, and they liked my work ethic and like how I could mix that in with still like having fun with people. And they were just like, I want you to work in the shop. <laughs> Basically, I'm like, but I just got this job. Yeah. <laughs> well. If it doesn't work out, you know, whatever, here's my info. And then, like, things didn't work out. And so, like, I got in touch with them, and they were, like, the most professional. And they were, we would like your resume and this, that, and the other. I'm like, for the weed shop? You yeah. want to get a resume? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Want to like, test too? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it, like, respect. Yeah, it, it, totally. That's how you want to, like, if you have a protocol about things, great. I love this. Um, yeah. So it was just by chance that I got into the industry just by, like, loving the plant. Um, and... Like over five years went from like trimming to like actually managing the shop, so you see like the different facets of like being in the cannabis industry if you're in the retail side of things, mm -hmm. like from working with vendors and um, seeing how each vendor uh, it just has a different process and how they like to like display their flower and, and things like that. Um, the different spiels you hear from, from different people is uh, it's it's interesting and you can you can tell who who knows their shit and who just got hired on yesterday you can really really tell um, and just the the people uh, that's that's one of the things that I miss is like hearing these people's stories of like how they got connected with cannabis and why you know why it's still a part of their lives it kind of just reinforced why it was in mine mm -hmm. um, that. That's the one thing that I really, really miss about um, working in a dispensary. Um, now it's more so like I'm, I'm kind of like out, on the outskirts of the industry, like kind of like modeling for for brands, and that's kind of good for me right now. Like yeah. I don't have to be so emotionally uh, attached. So yeah, nice. Yes. Yeah, we looked up. I think it was on your website. You have some photos that you mm -hmm. of your modeling jobs that you've been doing, mm -hmm. and they're really cool. The Lady J 
Yeah, Lady J's. Yeah, that Smoke Lady J's. Lady J's. Yeah, yeah, their Instagram is Smoke Lady J's. Yeah, there it is. Thank you. Uh huh. Yeah, no, those were those pictures are beautiful. They were just really cool. Butterflies all in your hair and on your hand, across your chest, I think as well. Yeah, that was a fun fun shoot. Harley does great work, and those women do wonders for just like crushing the stereotypes and, and, and the stigma around cannabis and yeah it's and they, they, they just lift other people up too especially women like no matter what you're getting lifted up if you're around them and that positive energy is really what everyone needs in 2020 so, oh yeah 100%. for sure 100% <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like modeling's cool <laughs> yeah. it's been like a, a, a big like secret thing that I've wanted to do for forever but like not I didn't have the, the, the self-esteem for it for a long time. And uh, it's nice to just not give a fuck anymore. Totally. <laughs> just go for it. Yeah. And, and see what happens. If, if I fail, I fail. Um, but at least I like took the chance to try. You know, so. mm-hmm. yeah. You've done a lot of campaigns for cannabis companies. Um, are you just trying to stick to cannabis? Like, how does one get into cannabis modeling, you know? Again, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> write that book. It just it kind of happened. I just asked them at, a, at one of um, a Ladies of Paradise specifically. I asked uh, Keisha, do you guys need a model for anything? <laughs> just like putting yourself out there and just yeah. asking, hey, like, could, could you, like, do you need help with this? Like, I would love to help with this. And just like putting yourself out there, not really expecting anything back. And, you know, shit happens. Uh-huh. Yeah. So just, yeah, just kind of. Be where where everything's at that you want to do. That's so true, and just taking action in itself is so powerful because mm-hmm. you're like creating that connection and that flow to you instead of like getting stuck behind that. Like, what if it just? What if no is mm-hmm. your answer? Mm-hmm. It's always going to be no if you if don't you don't try. do anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If they do say no, okay, cool, move on to something else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Do, nice. do you have any favorite um, campaigns that you've done so far? Um. Man, uh, fuck. <laughs> I've I've only done just like uh, I think I've done just two like cannabis campaigns through Ladies of Paradise. One for their uh, their own uh, joint brand, which is the the Lady J's, and then they shot for Cresco Cannabis, which is based out of I believe Illinois and then some other states, but not in Oregon or Washington just yet. Or maybe that's changed since yeah. then. Um, and that was uh, like it was really cool to see them work for someone else and then like the difference between uh, that and them working for themselves and like going off of the points that uh, this other company wanted them to do versus this is I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want I, had to, I just had this idea so like come over you mm-hmm. know um, it, it's cool because it's still it's not um, I don't want to say regulated there's no set structure um, for cannabis modeling at least not with Ladies of Paradise. Yeah, that's really there's there's no boundaries. That's cool. nice. Mm-hmm. Freedom. Yeah, yeah and yeah. That, I think that's why I, I'm digging modeling so much. I think if I I did print modeling, and maybe I wouldn't right. <laughs> like it as much because right. it's uh, so structured. But, yeah, yeah. Fun. It's inspiring. I know. To just get yourself out there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and another thing, Harley's like she's got her own band now, mm-hmm. and is just doing wow. the same thing, just like. I'm going to do whatever I want. And That's awesome. It's kind of creating this wave of a lot of people just going back to 
the one thing that they've always wanted to do, but were too scared they wouldn't make money doing it, or you know, mm-hmm. they'd be judged for doing it or something. So, following their bliss. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, that's cool. I feel like that really is happening for so many. Like I, I hear the stories yeah. all around that people are like. Fuck this job. I'm going to go do what I want to do. I'm going yeah. to pick up my camera that's been my hobby for 10 years and start shooting weddings or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's just happening for people. Mm-hmm. And it's cool that now the stigma mm-hmm. for doing that kind of thing is less and less because so many more people are being coming successful at it. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing so many it. different people, like, uh, archetypes of, of people in, in the cannabis industry, and that's really helping to break down the stigma. Because there, there's not just, like, one type of stoner at all. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the one person that you don't think is a stoner is probably the biggest fucking stoner <laughs> ever. Ever, right. you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so you once once that wall is broken down and you can like, you see that it's just everybody and that it, it really is, like, going to be normalized here, like, if it isn't already next thing is just just like to talk about it with your kids <laughs> yeah yeah and and get them you know in more of a european mindset about it mm-hmm. i think like europeans tend to like talk to their kids about alcohol and introduce it earlier than we do here in america and like they're just more familiarized with it it's not right. this taboo thing where uh, they just want to fucking drink everything mm-hmm. that they can because they know they won't get to do it again. It's just right. they, they know it's going to be there. It's ingratiated into them. And cannabis is the next thing. And yeah, I, I'm excited for it because most kids don't really care. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. if you talk to them directly about it. They're like, I, whatever. Is it candy? No, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Is yeah. it, Can is it eat this it? video no, okay. game? I don't care. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. That's when you keep it away from them is when they're like, what's that? Like, well, can I try it? Can I? Mm-hmm. That's when they want to know. When it becomes fun and curious. mysterious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's all about how you frame it. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like our, our kiddo knows, like it's it's not to touch. It's not for you. We keep it like far, far away from him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we have so many serious conversations with him. Like he just, he just leaves us alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, just wants, he just wants to be in his room playing Beyblades. Yeah. <laughs> serious conversation. <laughs> uh, but How yeah. old is your son? Uh, he's uh, almost eight. Uh, yeah, yeah, stepson. Uh, stepson, awesome. Yeah. I, I make that distinction because, like, it, he does have a mom, and I still want him to know that, like, mm-hmm. he's got his own mom, and mm-hmm. I'm not trying to interfere in yeah, any way, sure. shape, or form, but I'm here to take care of him, too. So. Yeah, bonus mom. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, my daughter is one and a half, so she's, like, oh, wow. she's, I mean, she's, we don't do it around her necessarily, but mm-hmm. I'm a, I am high when I'm with her sometimes yeah. just because it helps me hang out with her and play yeah. the games and listen to all of the songs, uh, all the toys that link up to each other and sing all the obnoxious songs. Yeah, Candace you know? helps with patience. <laughs> it yeah. really, really does. does. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, patience is a virtue, and some people just don't fucking have it. Mm-hmm. And, and she's 100% yeah. going to grow up knowing that it's something that you use when you're an adult. Mm-hmm. It's medicine, mm-hmm. and, you know, you'll be able to use it when you're old enough but right now choose to yeah yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah like uh, that's that's the only way you can really like inform a kid is like just give them the tools to like inform themselves as well Mm -hmm. and like you want to talk about this more i'll be happy to um but like it's open and out there and like the the more open and out there anything is for a kid like it's not going to be a big deal yeah exactly the less like mystery like you said earlier Mm -hmm. it is and less like interesting it is yeah 
because if they know about it, then they're like, eh, off mm-hmm. to the next thing that I don't know about. Yeah, they, yeah. they're still going to be sneaking candy because that's... Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. And he's a tall one, too, so like, he's almost taller than I am, so... Like, I, Whoa. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have problems. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Wow. He looks like he's 10. And most people just like think, yeah, they, they just think he's 10. <laughs> Dang. Mm-hmm. His spurts are done, but right. his dad's tall, so he's it's not. Never, yeah, no. <laughs> Never gonna be ongoing. He'll yeah. be like 25 and still getting taller. <laughs> oh, growing pains. Yeah, he's already telling me that. I've, oh. I feel growing pains. I'm like, oh my gosh, how do you know that? <laughs> yeah. oh. you know that at seven. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I remember growing pains. Like yeah. my knees would always hurt mm-hmm. really bad. Yeah, I remember that. It's not fun. It's it's yeah. not a fun time. When, like, like, it's a weird way to say it, but kids like. Especially at seven, like they've hit that first life cycle, they start to kind of mutate. Like they're getting in their mm-hmm. new teeth, uh, like they're starting to grow into their faces. Like everything hurts, and you know, and emotions so are like high, fucking yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and volatile. Mm-hmm. I was at a blazer game last night, and mm-hmm. I made the like observation that boys like between six and like nine move their bodies in the craziest ways yes. <laughs> it was just like they would like like the game would focus on one kid in the crowd and he was like crazy moment i'm like man they just don't care where nope. their limbs are going nope. no awareness whatsoever yeah so funny we've got a phrase when we go out now calm your body and like we'll like eat, you know just kind of just like the shoulders yeah. just like all right it's time to calm down. Like, I know yeah. you're excited. Like, kind of just check in and, like, let them know, I, I hear you. I see your yeah. feelings. Mm-hmm. I know what you want to do. This is not time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please. That is um, good. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's just about over-communicating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really is. So, yeah. I'm all for over-communicating with kids. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't think I was communicated enough. Yeah, with. same. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All about over-communicating. Yeah. yeah. Her daughter's like, what's that? What's that? What's that? Yeah. All the time. And I'm like, it's whatever it is. Like, I repeat it to her. If yep. you want, you're going to ask this question, I will repeat the yeah, answer I will to answer you. Know. Yeah, because it is a marker. It's still a marker. <laughs> it will always be a marker. It's okay. It's a marker. It's no, a- you can't have it. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Everything's magical when you're a kid, though. I know. <laughs> it's so You true. think it might change into something else. Like, you might get tricked into that, too. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's cool watching kids grow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Like with uh, my stepson, he's been in my life since he was three. Um, but when uh, me and his dad started dating, we we waited about like eight months before uh, introducing each other, uh, just because we didn't know what was going to happen, and we really wanted to build a foundation mm-hmm. between us before yeah. bringing in the child, because both of us come from divorced parents, and yeah. It's, it's really hard to imagine how that would have went if I were in his shoes. So, mm-hmm. uh, kept it, kept it a, a long, long thing. That, that, that was a weird thing to say. I'm stoned. <laughs> um, waited a long time uh, before, before seeing him. And then uh, afterwards, it was just kind of like here and there, just kind of like slowly but surely integrating. And then uh, you know, it's over two years now, like se- September of 2017. I had just gotten back from Europe. It was like a trip I had saved up for. It was like the like my dream trip to London and Paris. I like was like fucking living the life and like yeah. had a boyfriend, but was like still like doing like the single lady thing and yeah. had this place to myself. My roommate had just moved out, and uh, like on the train back, uh, like 
I text my uh, my partner and let him know that I'm like, coming back. And he's like, hey, so his, his mom's in the hospital. Um, uh, she was diagnosed as bipolar. And um, it's just been like this, this roller coaster of like the absence of her just like really making him feel like something's wrong with him. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so it's, uh, it's been a difficult time, but I moved them in because of that and like got him into the school district here and like tried to like find some sort of stability while like, you know there was no stability with, with his mom. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, it's so crazy to see how a kid can can grow over such a you know that like four years well it's been two years since like we've lived together you can see like see each other like day in and day out and it's crazy to like see him go on vacation and come back and I'm like how did you grow it (laughs) what your your whole face has changed (laughs) your hair grew a whole lot what yeah your shoes don't fit anymore yeah Yeah. Wow, it's 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 amazing. Time is 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 awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, just beautiful. sometimes I, you know, I'll go to work for the day and then come home, and I'm like, you are a different child mm-hmm. when I see my kid. Yeah. Just she's getting denser right mm-hmm. now. She's just <laughs> like she's not getting fat or tall. She's just kind of getting thick. Beefing up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it's just like, who are you? Who mm-hmm. are you? And yeah, she's awesome. Yay, I know, yay, yay baby. <laughs> and my best friend has a, she's 20 month old now. And oh, cool. They came over for New Year's, and like the last time I saw her, she couldn't uh, really talk. Uh, but she could like play with everyone's shoes and like put them on her feet <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And like she, like, she can like, 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 recognize objects and like going back to them mm-hmm. and now she can talk and like scream at things and like, she makes the stankest faces it's oh, so yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> yeah just like looks at you that is so funny side eye like at one pretty much oh, yeah. it, it's it's awesome it's <laughs> it hilarious is. Mm-hmm. So funny. Yeah. babies are cool yeah 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 Mara picked up this like scowl where she just was like this <laughs> like out of nowhere, you know, like nobody's mad at anybody, but yeah. she just like scowls at you, mm-hmm. furrows her brow, and or even if you make like a sarcastic joke to mm-hmm. her, she knows and she'll like side eye you. Oh. I'm like, sorry, sorry, <laughs> okay, okay, what, okay, Capricorn moon sign. She's not having any of it. Uh, all right, yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, she's, she's so too funny. Sorry about my throat clearing, guys. Oh, oh that's <laughs> okay. okay. <clears throat> Do one more. <laughs> oh, I have an interesting question about you being in the, like a, on the retail side mm-hmm. of the industry. Yeah. So if you now that you're out of the industry or mm-hmm. out of the retail side, now you can like openly talk to your customer. Mm-hmm. If you could tell your customer one thing, what would you tell them? About a product or just about like the experience, about being a customer, about like. Like, if you could just be honest to a customer about your experience, your each other's experience, mm-hmm. what would you tell them? Man, I was I was honest with anybody that walked in that door. Like, if you were being shit, like, I let you know. <laughs> it, like, it'd be respectful, but, like, I'm not going to yeah. let you treat me that way. Like, I, like I, I know you think the customer's always right, but not when it comes to my sanity. Like, you, totally. you're not going to treat me like shit. Right. Um. So I've always been that way. Uh, so I would just say, like, respect me, I'll respect you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be happy to answer questions uh, if you 
can give me like more specific things that you want to know like mm-hmm. if you're giving me like broad questions about like well like what's the best weed you have like I, I mean I'm going to tell you everything <laughs> is the best weed because I want you to buy something yeah, yeah. Um, it, if you have specifics of just like I, I want like the best thing for uh, sleep or the best thing for anxiety or the best thing to help me like stimulate my appetite mm-hmm. or if it's about sex that's cool too like I want I want like something to like have sex with my lady or, or my partner or whomever as long as it's specific I'll be happy to help if it's just broad as shit like I, I, I'll be taking more time whittling down what mm-hmm. it is that you want mm-hmm. and if you don't know what you want you will go away disappointed yeah totally so let us help you know what you want <laughs> yeah yeah awesome that's what I would say you know how Starbucks, there's, like, they kind of taught everybody how to order coffee with mm-hmm. their, like, you know, venti, I don't even, I can't, venti Double shot. shot. Yeah. Vanilla latte. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. something yeah. where there's, like, a specific order to the, like, syntax of ordering, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. ordering a coffee. It's interesting to think about, is there, is there something like that in the cannabis industry mm-hmm. right now? Mm-hmm. You know, where, like, there's a, even if you don't know the specific strain that you want, you know, mm-hmm. how, how is it that you should, like ask for what you want and I think starting with the effect that you're looking for yeah. or like what are you doing what's the environment you're going to be mm-hmm. in um how do to you want really to important. feel yeah, yeah. It's such an important place to start because mm-hmm. that, ma- that makes people really think about it like mm-hmm. instead of just saying I want to be high as shit like oh shit how 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 do I want this to go mm-hmm. do I want to be do I want to like lean into my sadness and, <clears throat> and you know like be creative about it or do I want to like get out of my sadness do I want to eat Mm-hmm. Do I not want to eat while I'm high? Like, right. Once you start thinking about those questions, it, I don't know. It, you think about it more too. I, I don't know. We mm-hmm. just kind of makes you think more about yourself. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah, it makes it. you more mindful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have to focus on yourself. You. As much as it, like, kind of numbs the body, you have to pay attention to your body first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And figure out what you need, and then you can let it go away. Mm-hmm. And cannabis is good with that. Yeah. Love it. I really want to spark this. Is this? Let's do it. Let's do, do it. it. Mm-hmm. Serious. Yes. <laughs> Yay. I really get to try Yay. <laughs> I know. I've heard about this strain for a while, and I mm-hmm. haven't tried it. And you picked some up the other day, so. Are you a Harry? Po- are you a Harry Potter nerd like we are? I'm. I, I am now. And <laughs> you know, like I watched all the movies before, and then got all the books for uh, Kiddo last year, and we've read through them since. Uh, nice. We just finished. Uh, um, the one before this one. Uh, um, that was number six. Uh, Order, of, Order the of the Phoenix. And so, there. yeah, we're starting the Half-Blood Prince uh, tonight, actually. Nice. Um, so it's just like our family tradition. Like, after we eat and everything, we'll, we'll settle down and read a book as a family. And then cool. Family hug and bedtime. Nice. That That's a really awesome. good nighttime ritual. Yeah. It, it helps everyone know what time it is, too. Yeah. So. And I love reading. <clears throat> like, when I was in uh, high school, I did... Forensics, do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. Uh, for anyone that does not know what forensics is, it's like competitive acting in a way. Or like. Oh, not the forensics I was thinking of. Yeah, I don't There's know what that is. <laughs> there was literally, we had a forensics biology class yes. my, that I took in my high school. That's where I was And I love that type going. of forensics too. Like, total murderino here, but. Yes! <clears throat> forensics, uh, spelled the same exact way, is more like a competitive acting thing where there's um, like uh, IDA or like. I forgot what IDA stands for, but it's like, uh, like improvisational, uh, mm. like so, like 
there's certainly just like improv there's a like humorous interpretation there's like a dramatic interpretation you could do poetry or prose um, and then there's like the debate side of it as, as well so like I got heavily into forensics and love to do like poetry and prose readings and so that's kind of like a way of picking that back up now as an adult is like getting to read in all of these different characters and different voices at night cool I fucking love it that <laughs> is awesome yeah. Nice. Yeah, thank you for clarifying. (laughs) Yeah. Of course, yeah. Wait, so you make voices up while you read? Yeah, if I, like, if I read, uh, like, far enough along to, like, get the clues as to how the voices, like, to Mm -hmm. be read, because, like, especially with Harry Potter, they're really good about saying, like, how the person is talking, like, if they're being quieter, or if they're, like, screaming this at you, or, you know, like, if they're, like, saying it in a weird, like, crazy voice, it'll, like, kind of give you that cue, so... It's, it's cool. nice to kind of incorporate that if I can. <clears throat> so fun. That's awesome. Because that's like the ideal way to read a story, you mm-hmm. know? Give every, make all the characters come to life. That's why movies are so popular. Yeah, right? I love and that. Like, theater, mm-hmm. all of the things. I love theater, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was a theater nerd for like the last part of high school and like did choir, like any choir I could for like the first part of high school. Nice. Anything I could like do to like express myself yeah in a creative way I was I was out there doing it hell yeah nice. I was in band in middle school and I was in the uh musical in high school freshman year Ooh, and nice. then after that started <clears throat> focusing on academics mm-hmm. <laughs> and was just the smart kid <laughs> for the rest of my high school career yeah. but it was always really fun we did Into the Woods I was one of the evil stepsisters nice. yeah I like that toe one. got cut off it was great <laughs> super fun so what's next for you? Do you know what's next for you? Are you? Um, well, I've got a couple of uh, some, like shoots lined up, but as far as like what's next in, in, in like a career, I, I would like to work for myself. I'd like to make money for myself, so I'm doing my best to set the steps to do that. Um, don't want to talk about it too much because mm-hmm. I feel like if I if I like say it and it's not like I, and I don't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got things in the works, uh, and I want to work for myself. Nice. Good for you. Yeah. On that track. All about that, Mm -hmm. working for yourself life. Yeah. Yeah. It's been great. It's honestly so motivating, you know, because for like years, I've just watched myself put a thousand percent into somebody else's dream, and like now that I have a dream of my own, I can put a thousand percent into my own dream, and that is like, Mm -hmm. yeah, shit's happening. Yeah. You, you, it, it's much easier to to exist in, like in like friendships and relationships mm-hmm. when you're fulfilling yourself instead of someone else. Exactly. Not yeah. just like going and like making a dollar, and getting mm-hmm. that bag. Yeah. 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 That bag is gonna come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tried to f- do freelance writing like right out of college when I graduated at 19 mm-hmm. and completely flopped. I was like specifically specifically trying to go into music journalism in 2010. So it was like mm-hmm. right as people were still trying to figure out what journalism was even going to be in mm-hmm. the age of the internet and um, they just, you know, wanted everybody to write for nothing and it's the difference between like the motivations I had then being a 19, 20 year old Versus now as a person going into my 30s, 10 years later, I guess. It's like I feel like I'm going to be so much more successful this time. Like I have, mm-hmm. I was able yeah. to learn all the things that I needed to learn over the last 10 years to allow myself to actually 
like hold space for the things that I want to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah, so excited. Yeah. I'm excited mm-hmm. for you. It's yeah. a good time. It's it's just like prime time to do the fuck you want. It is. And maybe make some money doing it. But like yeah. It really if you value the connections that you make while doing what you love, the money will come. Mm-hmm. Like you you'll you'll find you'll meet the right people to get you on the right track. But yeah. just like keep doing it. Yeah, 100% agree. agree with that. The universe will provide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have Same. you guys ever read The Alchemist? Yes. <laughs> so good. It's on that shelf over there somewhere. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love yes. it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm due to read it again because it's such a fast read. I think I read it in a night the last Same. Time. I did yeah. too, yeah. It's, it's it's like no more than like 100 pages. Yeah, yeah. it's tiny. I listened to the audiobook on the way to mm-hmm. Pullman. Oh, yeah. And on the way back to Pullman, mm-hmm. I realized that the friend I was with I didn't want to be his friend anymore. And the dude I was with, I did not want to be with him anymore. And, like, it, like, totally clicked in the car. I'm like, this is not the life for me. Yeah. I have to get out of this. <laughs> so, yeah, shout out to The Alchemist. Yes. So sure. good. I'm going to butcher this name, but Paolo Coelho. Yeah. That's the author uh, of many wonderful books, but uh, also The Alchemist. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. I know that's one that people should, like, gift as a graduation present. You know, mm-hmm. that's yeah. how I would. I got that book. My my friend Carla gave it to me, nice. and I remember her gifting it to one of our sorority sisters in Spanish. Um, uh, and it was just the. I, I I wish I knew Spanish so that I could read that that version because there's definitely probably yeah. things lost in translation. Because yeah. it's originally written <coughs> in Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure there are. There always are. <laughs> <laughs> But it's already so profound. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, go read it. Go read <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, seriously, go read it. Oh, it'll change your life. Yeah, it will. <laughs> I read it twelve years ago, and I, I knew I needed to move out of Kansas. Kansas, huh? Mm-hmm. What was it like growing up there? Weird. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> well, my dad was in the military, so we lived on. The military base and I guess like when I was getting cognizant my parents were divorcing um, but uh, it was um, predominantly people of color like because it was an offshoot of the base and uh, so like, I don't know there was there was some culture there but like it was like small-town culture mm-hmm. um, but everyone got along with everybody it was not an issue of any kind about race that I, I could really pick up on um, but it that was like not the norm for all of Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was weird. I, you don't really know what you're in until you're out of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like you go into like a different uh, like part of the country and and try to like make connections with people, and it's not the same as like the your, like your hometown people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, <laughs> but not bad. Like I I would say it's definitely a good place to to raise a family because uh, it's just like look like slower paced but mm-hmm. so what but, brought you out to what brought you out to Oregon weed and, <laughs> um, like weed being legal and uh, food scene and, oh, cool. and also music too like I knew I wanted to either be in Seattle or, or Portland um, I loved grunge when I was like growing up so I just mm-hmm. knew I would end up in this part of the country yeah <clears throat> yeah so yeah those two main things and uh, I <laughs> The story of how I got here is crazy, because I, like, I, I wanted to move to L.A. Um, I went there, and it, it was just too fast-paced and also way too spread out for not having a car. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then my best friend lived here. Uh, she, she moved here the year before I did and spent that whole year trying to convince me to move here. Um, so I came and like surprised her on her birthday and like started like working on her on her resumes together and stuff and then I just like sent some shit out whatever I'll see what happens and then like got an interview and then got a job within eight hours of applying for it no. oh dang <laughs> like I was flying back that same day that I got the job and I'm just like oh shit should I even <laughs> go back and my friend's like don't eat your ticket go back like sell your shit or something like yeah. Yeah. got a few days because I was going to start at this job that weekend and it was oh, like yeah. Monday dang. oh dang oh, my okay so wow. yeah like went back like sold my shit packed two suitcases and like <laughs> was calling my dad like on the way to the airport hey I'm moving <laughs> <laughs> quit three of my jobs like all three jobs all, like as I was like getting back into Kansas I'm like hey my last day's Thursday <laughs> Good for you. Moving to Portland bike. <laughs> cool. That's yeah. amazing. It, it, yeah, it was crazy 24 hours of just, like, being in Beaverton and being like, how, what, how the fuck did I get yeah. here? Why am I here? Is this the right choice? Talk about following oh your bliss. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I got to do it. If I don't do it now, I won't. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's cool. Everything holding That's me back. Amazing. Nice. <laughs> amazing. Cool. Yeah. Portland's fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm glad I'm here. Yeah. <clears throat> Thankful for this place. I love it. And the blue sky that is now out yeah. after that hailstorm, <laughs> rainstorm, blue sky. Typical <laughs> Pacific Northwest weather. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Change here soon. This clouds are rolling. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. Shall we do our quick fire? Yeah, let's do it. I'm gonna need another strawberry. These are so good. Chocolate was great. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> I really like that. That serious black was really nice. Yeah, like the profile that I read on it was that it's like, even though it's like indica dominant, it's more so um, a social strain. It'll mm-hmm. help open you up. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing that. that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, totally. Open wide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Do you we need to see these? We'll, we'll, we'll pass. We can pass it. Quick fire. All right. Questions. <laughs> Joint or bomb? Bong. I mean, I love joints, too, um, but, like, man, I really like a bong rib. Yeah. yeah. Heard. We already talked about this earlier a little bit, but favorite strain of mm. all time. This of is all time? time? All time all favorite time. strain. Hmm. I'd say uh, I'd say animal cookies, So it's, like, my night-night weed. Nice. For sure. Yeah. Cool. Nice. <clears throat> Where did you smoke for the first time? Or consume? <laughs> in a trailer in Kansas. Like, I skipped school and went and skipped with some friends and it was I was very unimpressed and I don't think I I smoked for a while after that I was just like okay I did it I didn't feel anything mm-hmm. right I don't really, next it wasn't even a next I'm like I, I, I could do not doing that again yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I don't get it yeah I didn't get it yeah that's the thing and I think it was um it was reintroduced like a couple of times, like in college, and I was like, "All right, this is cool. Like, this is some giggle shit. I like it." But like the like person I was dating at the time, like really looked down on it, mm-hmm. and so I wouldn't do it too often. And then like my roommate in college, like also smoked a lot of weed and graduated, like summa cum laude, and I was like, "Hide <laughs> that shit in her room." <laughs> <laughs> and then um, like my my friend who gifted me the alchemist, um, she like got me to like calm down with like everything going on in my life after like breaking up with something that I'd been with for like a long time and like weed was introduced at that point in time to help uh like think outside of the box of what my life could be mm-hmm. 
and then I started smoking like regularly then uh, so I'd say like 23 so yeah 11 years of like smoking on a regular basis now nice but yeah first time 16 in a trailer unimpressed <laughs> Kansas weed yeah <laughs> yeah that too uh, do you CBD yes yes I do I actually have uh, like that grinder is full of like half and half like uh, I think it's like nice tsunami is what it is. So it's like super low THC, I think like 3% and then 15% on the CBD. Cool. Nice. Uh, I like CBD tinctures a lot because it definitely helps with anxiety. Uh, like drinking a little bit of that or like mixing some in with tea, which is what I did before y'all came over just because <laughs> I've never done a podcast before. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I, I definitely like CBD. I like one-to-ones um, and then I like to mix in high CBD strains with like high THC. Nice. Same. What are your tincture brands? Um, the one that I, like, I'm sipping on right now is a Dano Dance tincture. It's like mm-hmm. a glycerin-based. Um, Luminous Botanicals is a really great one, and it, theirs is a it's like a like a universal tonic is what it's called, and they have three different um, blends. There's like the high THC blend, the one to one, and then they have a high CBD blend, and those are all like. I think they extract it with coconut oil and uh, almond oil. Mm. So it's like a nuttier flavor, no sugar in it at all. So um, like you can mix it into your smoothies and things like that. Um, oh, cool. You can also use it topically or essentially so long as oh. there are no nut allergies. That's a really, really great one. Um, cool. Because, you know, there's just like different strokes for different folks with that tincture. So. Yeah, totally. That's one I would recommend too. Nice. Nice. Favorite high activity? Mm. I love all of the activities. <laughs> uh, favorite one? Um, I like to shower. Yeah, like it's like I, I feel like you really pay attention to your body and like cleaning it like thoroughly, mm-hmm. and then also putting on makeup. High. Nice. Yeah, I love a good high shower. That's a really yeah. good answer. Mm-hmm. Especially That's like answer. if I've been out dancing all night and I come home and I like smoke a bowl and then I go clean everything off mm-hmm. before I go to bed yeah. it's just stoned out of my mind it's yeah. amazing mm-hmm. yeah you give more intention to your body when you're stoned out of your mind yeah totally. for sure yeah uh, what's your favorite thing about what you do <laughs> um, I'm not really doing much <laughs> I guess that's my favorite thing um, I'm, I'm, I'm really digging like a low-key life mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love that like I, I, it, my life is not structured right now. I, I am the one making this structure. And if I don't feel like doing something, then I don't fucking have to do it. But, like, because I have been living this unstructured life, I've been so much better about keeping appointments. And, like, if I say I'm going to do something, then I, like, I'm doing it. Like, I'm not going to, like, cancel on you. And, like, before, I was so stressed out. I'm like, I can't do shit. I'm so mm-hmm. anxious and stressed. I just don't, yeah. I don't want to see anybody. I just want to sleep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, unstructured life is the thing. Love it. Yeah. Alright, and where can we find you on um, the internet? Yeah, on the internets, uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Rip City Bitty, all one word, um, R-I-P-C-I-T-Y-B-I-T-T-Y, and then I do have a website, and it's just my full name, NikiaDelaware.com, and you can find that link in my Instagram bio. And our show notes. And our show notes, we'll link you <laughs> in, the, in the notes. In the notes. <laughs> 
Cool. Well, Yay. thank you so much for doing this with us. Yeah, this was, this awesome. was so fun. Really fun. Thank you. Yeah. Now we're probably going to snack on some of these munchies that you yeah. brought. Go to town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Big thanks to Nakia. Thank you so much for sitting down with us and having such a great conversation. Uh, it was yes. awesome to talk to you. Can't wait to connect soon. And I want to see what other modeling gigs you 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 know throw out there on Instagram because I don't know everything that you do is just so beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah, we love you, Nikia. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, and Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there, all the cat moms. We see you. All the regular moms. Love you guys. We love you too. And um. You created us, yeah. and we wouldn't be here without you. So love your mom. Thanks, give, moms. Give them love a you. extra big hug, and um, or z- at least Zoom oh, Zoom right. call them, oh, right. or We're FaceTime not them, or well, don't hug your moms <laughs> so unless you live with them. That's sad. Well, make sure you send your mom. Definitely call yeah, your mom. Virtual hugs. Call them. <laughs> like make them a little video. Let them let her know why you love her. Yeah. Send her a written snail mail. Yeah. Card you handmade. Hand write that shit. That would be That's so cute. Really That's yeah. a great idea. <laughs> That's a cute idea. Get your kids involved. Yeah. Make Mother's Day cards and send them to your yeah, mom. Yeah, and if you're a guy listening who has a can of mom in your life or wait, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say if you if your partner <laughs> if if you have kids and your baby's mom is a can of mom. If you're a can of partner. You. This is what I'm trying to say. Just make <laughs> and like make something nice and handmade. Write a letter. Have your kids write their mom a letter. <laughs> yeah. Dip your fingers in paint and paint them a yeah. cute. Or your feet. A cute image that they can keep Find forever. Find some dope leaves outside and make a leaf print. Or a flower. You can do yeah. pressed flowers between a big book. Uh, there's lots of stuff. So cute. I love cat cut out home. Oh, I guess people don't print out some photos because pr- Walgreens is probably oh, so Walmart open. is definitely Print out some open. photos on, at Walt. Yeah. Print out some photos. Put it in a photo collage of why you love your mom. Yeah. 100%. Wow. We really yeah, went off we on did. Mom's Go Mom's moms. Day. It's because they... Yeah, they deserve it. You know what the moms. funniest part about this is? You know who else? Is I'm pretty sure that this episode what? comes out after Mother's Day. <laughs> so these are post-Mother's Day suggestions. Post-Mother's Day gifts if you forgot about <laughs> Mother's Day. <laughs> Still great. You can love on That's your mom hilarious. any day of the year. Every you day. Should. You should. Cool. Well. Um... <laughs> uh, also, yeah. a huge, a huge, huge thank you to all of the bud tenders and the cannabis industry, all cannabis industry employees. Thank you for adapting to this crazy mm-hmm. world and allowing us to still partake in our medicine that yeah. we need to cope with this fucking crazy world. I really, we really appreciate you. So keep it up. Y'all are amazing. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Go weed. Go weed. <laughs> All right, you guys, um, you know where to find us online and on Instagram. We'll see you over there and talk to you next time. 
talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bong rips and pizza chips. Bong rips and pizza chips. Bong rips and pizza chips. Bong rips and pizza chips.